Welcome to the Shakespeare Tavern Podcast, episode number two. Yay, the sequel. <laughs> I'm Nick Faircloth. This is Christopher Scott Rushing. Christopher Scott Rushing? Yeah. What does the Scott stand for? <laughs> Super Chris. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our guests this week, or this episode, is um, our stage manager, Cindy Kearns. Yay. Yay. She's been here forever and a day. Um, and we wanted to get uh, get some stories from her and talk about her experience here at the tavern and uh, just sort of sit down and have a conversation with her. Yeah, you should uh, give it a listen. <laughs> she's uh, she's super cool, super sweet. Um, it was so nice that she did this. When we had the idea of her coming up here and doing it, we weren't sure if she would say yes or no. Cause she's, she's been very reserved in my time here, so it was, it was kind of cool to uh, verify some of the stories I've heard and just find out a little more about her because I just – hadn't heard her talk actors go on and on about stuff like oh. we're currently doing now right and uh <laughs> she's always so quiet and, and professional so it was nice to, to get to know her a little better yeah and it was a very scattered conversation a lot of fun but um we hope you enjoy it yeah thank and you so much here it is cindy kearns hi cindy hi nick how are you i'm okay <laughs> what you been doing today <laughs> Reading a book and shopping online. I got up two hours ago. I'm jealous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What'd you do? Uh, I got up early to take care of some camp stuff for uh, next mm. week. You know, no rest for the weary. No, no. We all know about that here. Mm. Right. What'd you buy? Um, oh. Lingerie. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> For yourself? Yes. Awesome. Nice. Honesty, that's what we're looking for. Thank I you. I was thinking Sorry. about lying, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll just go there. No, I love sleeping in, but I always find that, because um, you've got a couple sisters, right? Just one. Just one, mm -hmm. right? Um, do you find that your family, um, are they, are they, well, are they nine to fivers? Uh, my sister has never had to work. What? Explain. Explain. <laughs> well, she was married to a career military man. Okay. And she didn't have to work. And then awesome. after he passed away about 10 years ago, <coughs> excuse me, um, he left her really well off. So she still doesn't have to work. That's awesome. Yeah. No, I was just going to say that I find that, like, it took a while to convince my family. It's taken a little while <sighs> to convince the in-laws. But the schedule that we have. Nobody understands. Nobody understands. Like, why are you so? You're sleeping until eleven. <laughs> why are you so lazy? Right. <laughs> oh no. But it's like no. That's that's our life is to right. save all our energy throughout the day for between seven thirty and ten thirty, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then you know be up for a little while longer, then go to or bed. Or from two thirty to ten thirty. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. those days. <laughs> yeah. So my family thought I had joined the circus. When I started doing theater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when was that? 1983. Was it here or? Actually, the first show I ever did is where I met Jeff. Yeah. It was with a company called Acme Theater. Okay. And they're no longer around, but right. that's where I met him. He actually took over for somebody that left right, before right. the show started, so he. What was that? What show was it? It was called The Existentialists. The oh. Existentialists. How was that? <laughs> <laughs> he well, said it's no I judgment learned, whatsoever. That's where I learned all about stage blood because it was about somebody that murdered a whole family in the middle of the night. Wow. Told from their cat family's perspective. 
the cat's point of view. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and humans played the cats. Okay. Did cats play the humans? <laughs> no. That would be the best. <laughs> That's not true existentialism. Um, Did Jeff direct it or was Jeff acting in it? He was right? acting in it. He was Mr. Anderson. Where was it? Um, over at the over at six thirty four North Holland Avenue, right down the block from Manuals. What first drew you and, and Jeff together? You said you did the show, but what what brought you together after that? What made you kind of keep working with them? Well, I, as I say, I was bit, um, <laughs> and during the process of that production uh, of Existentialist, he met the then artistic director, Lisa, and she was fixing to move to New York, and he was... And she was looking for somebody to take over, and he wanted to take over, and he did. And I just said, or he said, I'm going to need a stage manager. And I said, I don't know what one does, but if you <laughs> tell me, I'll do it. Where was that at? Where it was like, was that at Manny's or something where you met met him? or No, I met met him in that in that. Oh, in that, that building. In that building. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Because he was staying there with friends that he had gone to college with that had Acme Theater. Right, 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 right. And so you, you you said that he convinced you to start stage managing for him. Um, and well, he didn't have to convince me. I wanted to. You wanted to? Mm-hmm. You said you were bit with the bug. What what did you do before uh, you stage oh, managed? <laughs> in my other life. Yeah. I uh, was a medical secretary and transcriptionist. Oh, wow. That's kind of a big change. Uh-huh. Well, the skill set's still the same. Hmm. You know, organization, blah, right. blah, blah. Right, um, Keeping track of all kinds of things. And when did you get into that? Out of college. Where are you from originally? Are you from here? Well, I was born in Alabama. Okay. In uh, uh, Fort McClellan, which is Anniston. Right. Uh, my daddy was in the Army, and he had to retire early, so... Anyway, we moved here when I was five, and I've lived here ever since. Yeah. Atlanta or yes. Decatur? or Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. Over on the south side near Thero High School. I went to Thero High School. Yeah, I think you mentioned that right. before. That's right. <laughs> right. So, I've been a south sider. <laughs> and then how'd you uh, get into the medical stuff out of... Well, I was in college, and... Uh, not doing very well because I really didn't want to go to college. I just wanted to not live at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't make very good grades, and my family just finally said, uh, no, <laughs> you're coming home and you're going to get a job. So I'll teach you. I'll go into theater. <laughs> well, actually, I, I went into medical. You know, I ended up being a medical secretary um, and did that for was it, 15 years. Where? Different places. I worked at Grady Hospital two different times. Yeah. I worked for two different plastic surgeons. But right before I came here, the eight years before I came here, or quit and decided to do theater mm-hmm. for a living, uh, I worked at a place called Bronner Psychiatric Institute for eight years. Yeah. Funny farm to funny farm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to say that. <laughs> so it is kind Again, of the same job. That is, uh, Again, wrangling experience. lunatics. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But that was out in Smyrna. Was yeah. there was there a moment or a shift or a show or an event that kind of caused the change for you? Or well, 
Of course, in the beginning, we only did like one show a year right. and then two mm-hmm. shows a year. So I could still work full time and mm-hmm. I made really good money, you know. Yeah. And um, that is a pay cut, isn't it? I took a 50% pay cut. God! Who? <laughs> it's a good thing you're happy, though, right? But, but you're living the dream. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, was there an event? I, well, the more we did it, and, you know, the more shows we did, all I wanted to do was do this and not that. Was I mean, for probably, you know, the last five years. Was it something. That you'd always, I mean, when you were younger and in oh, high school no. or something. I would have that you never guessed never? in no. a million years. Really? Nope. Nothing. I had no, the only theater experience I had before yeah. the existentialist was I played in the orchestra for my, for the senior play at high school. Right. Playing the what? Clarinet. Nice. Yeah, and that was Finian's Rainbow. Hey, yeah, I've heard of Finian's <laughs> Rainbow. But that was that was it, and not in college. I mean, I saw some theater. Yeah, but not much. Never, <laughs> never nope. had the bug. And you just never thought about until it until it actually bit you. Until I, I actually did it, yeah. and that's all because of Jim Grimsley. I don't know if you know him. He's a local playwright and novelist. I don't think so. No. Mm-hmm. no, no. We worked together at Grady. He mm-hmm. he did. He was medical secretary to pay his rent, <laughs> and he's the one that was part of the acting theater thing. And he just okay. said, "I was a bored couch potato." Right. And he said, "Well, we have this little theater company. You want to come help?" And I said, "Sure, I'll do anything." Mm-hmm. And I was bit. Boom. After Acme, where did it go? Went. I mean, well, the first show we did together. Um, was as you like it at the old, old, old. I think <laughs> seven stages. It was still right. in Little Five Points, but it wasn't the current location. Right, right, right. Were you around for the Manny stuff? Oh yeah, that yeah. was yeah. That, that was, was me. That's where I learned how to yeah. be a stage manager. Yeah. How was it like stage man- managing a bar? At, at, yeah, at Manuel Tavern at a bar. Stories about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was really hard because they hated us. Really? <laughs> well, the waiters hated us because they couldn't turn those tables over in that room. Right, right. The whole time we're, you know, during the show. Yeah. Right. So they kind of had it against us. It was hard to get them to, you know, get chicken fingers out of them or, yeah. you mm-hmm. know. But, um, well, no, you just, I mean, we set up at that very back, you know, the back mm-hmm. wall. And uh, we just set up back there. And poor Leslie Smith was in a place about this big running the lights. And. Um, on the other side, where that like stages kind of near where you come in the back, where you come or, in, or well, you, where you come in the front and come down that ramp. Yeah, if you keep the going, the booth was back there, was or, over there, right. and then I was back, and we didn't have headsets; we just winged it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where did everyone like? What was backstage like at it the bar? It was crowded, yeah. and the, you know the costumes were back there, the props were back there. You had to quick changes back there. Uh. Yeah. And you know there was there's two bathrooms that are back mm. there. We use those to. Some There's smoking in there back then too. Uh-huh. I mean all that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Those those good days. old days. <laughs> yeah, and you know those steps that go up to the office. Yeah. Back in the. <laughs> we used to sit on those. Except, can I tell colorful stories? Always. Yes. We'd be sitting on those steps, and here'd come two prostitutes. <laughs> right. <laughs> almost every night, go up to the office. And in a few minutes, here'd come a waiter with a tray of drinks, 
And I'm just like, <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm sure everyone was off duty at the time. Right. So I'm That's sure it was fine. Manuals yeah. tavern. <laughs> Our yeah, good friend sure was fine. People, everyone <laughs> needs somewhere to go for a drink. That's true. Everyone. everyone. <laughs> yes. I'm sure they were thirsty ladies. But you guys did a number of shows there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then do you move uh, down to, what was it, Excelsior Mill? or Yeah, yeah Masquerade. Masquerade. It, it was yeah. Excelsior mm-hmm. Mill, right? Yeah. We did Hamlet there. We did Romeo and Juliet there. We did Midsummer there. And we did um, Merchant of Venice. God, you've got a great memory. I can't remember what we did last year. I know. Well, I neither can I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's that short The older memory. it gets, the fresher it gets, I guess you could say, right? <laughs> and we did a... One or two shows at the old Roxy Theater in Buckingham. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Roxy. Yeah. Boy, those were some interesting dressing rooms. Oh. I'm not going to sit on that. Yeah. (laughs) I had a friend who used to work there, and I used to be back there. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that was interesting. Yeah. That's Uh, a big place, though. That's mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How was it uh, getting to move into this space and having a a little more room to work with? wonderful just to have our own space. Of course, it took a while, you know, to get it right. where it is because yeah. opening night of the Tempest, there were no walls on the dressing rooms between the dressing rooms and the lobby. Really? Yeah. We had to put up sheets. Huh. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. It wasn't done yet. No. And I think the box office was a sawhorse with planks. Wow. <laughs> and that's uh, – and I've heard legendary stories. In this room that we're in, Rehearsal Hall 1, there's a pool table – in here. Yes, oh, that was that leveled too. with a paint can lid. Awesome. And one of the rails was squishy. <laughs> <laughs> it was just dead. So if your ball went there, it just went kind of thunk. Thunk. <laughs> but lots of good parties. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. They don't let us have fun toys like that here anymore. No darts, no pool tables. No, I keep hoping. Yeah. We're too well, professional. I keep thinking we're going to make the pit into a... You know, the pit in the theater into a hot tub. But hot tub. Yeah. Or like, you know, you get behind that. Pool, uh, put a bunch of the plastic balls in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody in the pool. Little playground. Um, so what, what's kept you with the company all these years? Why do you keep coming back for more? Yeah, well, that's a good question, isn't it? Uh-oh. Um, you may have stumped me there. Hmm. I think it's that thing. It's like once you, you know, again, it gets you get bitten and it gets the hooks in you. Well, you and there's so few. I mean, I never wanted to have to do that thing where I was looking for a job every six weeks. Oh yeah, that's gross. Yeah, you know, yeah. and that's what most stage managers and actors. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably the same reason everybody else stays. Yeah, um, I know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I know where I am. Yeah, you know. Um, plus, I like. Everybody here, yeah, <laughs> almost everybody. Yeah, well, it's a big family, and that's you know, well, it is. The, it's the family, and um, you love and you hate, and you enjoy mm-hmm. and you entertain, and all of you know, the above, all of the above, mm-hmm. all the good, the bad, and the ugly, and the ugly. <laughs> so I was, uh, I was thinking if if I oh had, no, if I, if I have, <laughs> <laughs> if I had seen well, at this point, there has to be thousands of shows um yeah i decided recently that i think i may be the one person on earth right that has watched more shakespeare, more shakespeare. than anybody else I do, don't do you know. hate it like 
I, I no. think at some point in time, it might cross that line for me of just seeing it every single day. There are times that it does, but right. it doesn't stay that way. Okay. Because it changes every six weeks. Mm. I mean, if I had to watch Antony and Cleopatra all year, right. you yeah. know, I don't know how those, and I don't know in Broadway's that way, but, you know, if somebody's done Les Miserables uh, you oh, know, God, for 10 yeah. years, did years. they really? I would kill myself. Yeah. Right. yeah. Well, maybe not Les Mis, but. Right. I do love um, Yeah. So. And how many uh, Romeo and Juliet's do you think you've seen? <laughs> did well, you tally it one, one I time? I sort of tallied it yeah. once. Performances, not rehearsals, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or right. rehearsals yeah. or anything. It's over 365 performances, God. so it's more than a year. So, yeah. I can tell. If anybody yeah. ever went up on a line, we just need to look at you. Like, Tindy, Tindy, much. Tindy, what is it? <laughs> Man, though I'm really bad at memorization, so it's right. good I have the script right. in front of me. But yes, RMJ. Do you have a f- a favorite or a production or show that really jumps out to you over all these years? Hamlet. Which Hamlet? I'm just curious. Just Hamlet in general, or well, Hamlet in general is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, the Hamlet, the f- I guess it was the first Hamlet we did with Dick Ron mm-hmm. is my favorite, but I don't know if it's from a production point of view. Right. We just had a great time doing mm-hmm. it. Right. It was always, one of those. Yeah, I always judge shows like that, like. You know, what was the backstage like? Right. What was the vibe in rehearsals Cause like? Because we, you know, partied a lot back then. Right, right. right. <laughs> or just, you know, having fun and it's positive mm-hmm. and there's right. a lot of creative Everybody's ideas. Not, there's nobody fighting. Or right, right. There's not a lot of um, um, negative ego right. going on. Right. Those are always the best experiences mm-hmm. and the, the, the funnest. and mm-hmm. As opposed to the other side where it's... You can't wait for that one to be so over. So many conflicting <laughs> ideas, but I mean, that's the nature of the business. Right. That's, yeah. you know, we're all, uh, we're well, all that's you, what I like unique snowflakes. more about this business than the other business, you know, health care. Mm-hmm. You know, it's more interesting, fun, creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I never, I think that's what actually probably what drew me to it is mm-hmm. the creativity. I didn't realize you could do that for a living. I know, right? Yeah, they're going to pay yeah. me to do this. Really? <laughs> I'm just joking around over there. Right. And they're giving me money. money. <laughs> Not a lot, no. <laughs> but it's great. Yes. The first question, when I found out that you were going to come on our podcast, the first question I had, uh, the one that popped to mind was, what's the biggest disaster you've seen on stage? What's the biggest train wreck that just jumps out to you? I'm just dying <laughs> to know. But one, and it I won't name the actress. No, 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 no don't do that. I guess uh, not. <laughs> Clark just went, oh, oh thank God. God. Actress, <laughs> thank goodness. And it was a long time ago, but she went up, and it was a two-person show, and the other person didn't have any lines. It was a monologue. Wow. Uh-oh. Or, you know. Yeah. yeah. And it lasted for Just silence? Was it? Yes. Oh, gosh. It was, and, you know, my first instinct is can i help yeah yeah and i thought well i could help but this is performance right what are you gonna do scream the line out like (laughs) you know to be or not to be (laughs) (laughs) come Um, on (laughs) so that was that was the word it just it lasted forever and i'm sure it seemed like 10 times that long to her right oh yeah and at some point, she finally got it, mm-hmm. I, but it was, there's been several, mm-hmm. but 
It's been rough. I remember I was in the booth with you during uh, Complete Works a few years ago where uh, Tony Brown fell and <gasps> dislocated, dislocated his, his fingers. Ugh. That was rough because people thought it was part of the show because it was like a transition. Oh, he fell on stage? Yeah, yeah. it was a transition in between up scenes. It's like, right and now we're going to do this. And he goes to walk up center and boom, trips, falls. And jams his fingers oh, in between goodness. the posts, and, and people are laughing. Right. They're like, "Oh, he fell! Yay, funny!" And then he didn't get. And up. it's and like I think Andy came out and said, "Like Tony, are you okay?" And he's like, "No." Right. <laughs> and, it's like, and Andy's like, uh, "Is there a doctor in the house?" And all it was. Luckily, there were. There and there was. Yeah, there was a couple actually. Did right. they come on stage and like? Yeah, they just. Well, oh, Sarah wow. was there too. Was there, so. Yeah, Sarah was there, and they're not going to do that show. Yeah, right. and then we had to. Yeah, we get to cancel the rest of the show, and that's like the weirdest feeling for the rest of the night. Right. That you didn't get to finish the show. Right. Because the show must go on, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you always have this beginning, middle, and end. When one of the three dislocates his fingers. Right. I remember in college, I went to go see a show, and um, halfway through it, some people in the audience started yelling at the actors and I thought it was part of the show. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, oh, look at this. And then I guess the people on stage knew the audience members. So they started yelling back and then you slowly get this wave of realization that, oh, oh, this isn't part of the show. And then you're suddenly watching this real life show. And then everyone just left and walked off stage and that was, you know. Done. I guess we're going home. Yeah. Like it's the weirdest, weirdest feeling. Yeah. Well, one of that emptiness, kind of like. One what of do my we do now? one of my favorite stories that I've heard, and I have no idea if it's true or not, so you might be able to verify it for me. It was during a King Lear. There was a part where um, Oswald forgot to bring on a letter. Oh, the belt. So, yeah. Now <laughs> you know exactly where I was going yep. with it. Uh, yeah, he's searching his body, or you know, and finally just takes off his belt. And acts like it's on there. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, acts like the, I've heard the that Oswald, like there. when he gets murdered by him, leans forward and goes, "I'm so sorry, yeah. I forgot the letter," and then just checks out and dies. Just <laughs> leaves him there. You're gonna look really stupid in a minute. There's no letter on me. <laughs> so when I played Edgar, I always went up to Dan Brown and played Oswald. I was like, "Don't you ever forget that letter? Or I'm gonna pull your pants down. <laughs> I'll let you know I that right it. now." Well, the other you were asking, uh, I guess we were doing. Gosh, what show? But J.C. Long was mm-hmm. like 19 years old. Mm-hmm. And he was bad to burn the candle at both ends. <laughs> he still does, I guess. But anyway, um, he was, I don't know, holding a... No, he was just a guard or something standing up center. Right. And I'm looking down, and all of a sudden he just goes... Oh, he falls down. He falls backwards, just flat. Oh, man. Oh, Do no. you lock his knees, or... Just he had not exhausted. Eat, it turned out he had not eaten all day. Oh, he man. just fainted. Oh, oh wow! And somebody else just dragged him off. And he didn't have any lines. <laughs> yeah. Somebody dragged him off, and yeah. they kept going. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Caesar, huh? you have the worst guards ever. Yeah, but anyway, I am saying. But I just remember thinking, uh, "Oh my god!" Oh, I just watched someone die. Boom. Well, there was a time actually we were doing a um, uh, 12th night, I think it was, a couple of years ago, actually with JC, mm-hmm. and somebody in the audience was having a stroke. Oh, man. Remember that? Like, sort of, mm-hmm. you know, we were singing the song, the drunken song, mm-hmm. um, 
And uh, this lady in the audience just stands up like, he needs help. He needs help. Oh, yes, I do remember. Yeah, and just that, again, that feeling of, help, Uh, what's going on? I'm in character. What do I do? (laughs) Leave the stage. Leave the stage. (laughs) (laughs) Turn around and laugh. Like, I can't do anything for that guy. I'm pretty sure I called for the house manager. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, those are fun things. But those are the joys of theater, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's part of the package. Yep. You never know what's going to happen, and that's the that's the drug aspect of it. Right? Yeah, that's, right. that's why you all should come see shows here because any night could be the night where one of these things happens. <laughs> <for you. laughs> well, hopefully not any of these things. These are kind of dark hey. stories. Right. <laughs> People hurting themselves and you know falling hey. down, but maybe somebody hey, will go. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Last time we did A and C, the snake got loose. Uh oh! That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, Clark loses it. <laughs> but luckily, Stephanie, who likes critters like that, just caught it and gave it back. She was sitting on the front row. That's right. Thank goodness. I, that. Mm-hmm. I don't like snakes. I don't either. High five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were we, we were talking about sleeping. Um, <laughs> Is that your favorite thing about the job? What 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 is your favorite thing about well, about what you do? It used to be my favorite thing, but now I don't get to do it as much as I used to. Um, when we started doing matinees, I'm like, what? Right. I have to get up, Jeff. Yeah. I got into this so I could sleep <laughs> you, late. Right. Promise me. Yeah. Um, but I do like I like the summer schedule. <laughs> summer schedule is great. It's a lot quieter. Not a lot of I mean, at least you ha- at least we have that to look forward to because mm-hmm. our schedules. Oof. Oh yeah, it's, um, we work hard, mm-hmm. party hard, mm-hmm. have fun hard, yes. laugh hard, yes, cry hard, <laughs> <laughs> just, just everything, just <laughs> cry hard. hard. The autobiography of the Shakespeare Tavern. <laughs> 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 uh, hard, hard, hard. Ah, oh, there, there we go, go. Clark. <laughs> That's why they pay you the big bucks. Right. Well, I think right uh, you get big bucks. Wait. I, I think that's about it. Did everything? Really? That's yeah. it, yeah. That was painless. Yeah, we good, just wanted to sit good. and talk with you. And, okay, I had you know, no idea. Shoot the poo-poo, mm-hmm. as they say. As they say. Any any big r- revelatory secret or story you want to reveal before we go? That's funny. I thought about that. She Uh-oh. bought lingerie today. <laughs> she already told us. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, hmm. No. Okay. Cindy, we love you. Thank you so much for doing this. We'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. See you in a few hours. So that was Cindy Kearns. Cindy Kearns. She's awesome. We love her a lot. (laughs) We do. (laughs) She's hilarious. Those stories are awesome. Um, And that's it. That's this episode. It is. Uh, To see what's playing, go to ShakespeareTavern.com, and you can purchase tickets and see our schedule. Mm -hmm. You can see all the fun things coming up here at the Shakespeare Tavern. And uh, until next time... Yeah, check back regularly. We're going to uh, continue to update and download more podcasts in the future. Yes, yes, yes. And a big thank you again to our engineer, Clark Weigel. Woo! Say hi, Clark. Hi. There he is. There's Clark. (laughs) And uh, that's it for us. Yeah. We need like a tag out. We'll come up with something clever next time. Stay Shakespeare. Stay Shakespeare. Hard bard. Hard bard. Very hard bard. And cry. The existentialist. And cry hard bard. <laughs> We're stupid. So stupid.